I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Play Call of Cthulhu and Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring Abel Morrison as Mathon. How can you be a bard? You're the ugliest creature alive. Seth Morrison as Tim. All right, gents, stick to the shadows, stay close to the trees, climb them if you have to. Donovan Bollard as Drandy Savage. Let's just say I wanted to go for a midnight stroll with my cat. Peter Morrison as Glenn Gulia. Perhaps they're in need of some entertainment. Sam Morrison as Major Baker's Cat. Well, my name is Major Baker's Cat. <laughs> Meow. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your acid arrow. Let's find some hot melts in your area. <laughs> So, yeah, so that was an odd occurrence that just happened. So. How strange. Uh, so, Mimics. Mimics. kind of is he still restrained? <laughs> what? He's still restrained. No, it, it, he, he got it off. It kind of faded away after a, after a few seconds. What? The kitty licked it so off. The monsters must have been Mimics. Uh, anyway, we kind of got interrupted while we were searching the room. Can we finish searching the room? Yeah, yeah. you guys can keep searching. Did I find anything search, else in the search, mattress search. all day long or around the around the bed or anything besides that rock? Um so searching so from everything that you guys rolled uh uh you found a jeweled comb if you decide I to take that. Already. You found you you find a bag of I coins. Um open it up, you find a bag of about 50 gold coins. I Where? 
Um, you don't get to take it. In one of the you dressers. You guys all owe me for your rooms. In the dresser that you smashed. I never asked you to give me a room. Or not in the dresser. It was in the dresser you, you were stuff, searching. Shove it up your butt. I'll get my own room. Drandy Savage, you found a bag of gold coins. I got it. Boom. 50, um, 60. And then there's also the closet. Gold coins for If Drandy you guys went in there to go search. Yeah. I wanted to search behind the clothes and stuff, see if the vault's hidden in there. Okay. So I'd you, like to go back in the closet. Okay. Uh, Tim goes, <laughs> returns to the closet. You don't I get like all just, 50 gold pieces. I would yes, like I to do. search the it. closet. <laughs> um, okay. Roll a... Uh, uh, you already even search, you were searching the floor. Did he find anything in the floor? 18. I steal okay. 50 gold coins. Um, so, Tim, searching around I in the closet... <laughs> Uh, you find, you know, lots of fine clothing in here that look, obviously, probably like they're worth something, too. I don't know if you hats. want to gather up. Uh, there is a hat. I try one on. Okay. <laughs> is it a bowler What about coats? Are there any coats? Um, I take coat. a hat and pea coat. <laughs> cat-sized coats? No, it's perfect. What would you like the is hat there, to look is like? A sweater for the cat? Mm, fedora. Okay, so you find a beautiful fedora Tallahassee Tim <laughs> that fits perfectly on your head. And actually, as you place it upon your head, you notice that the dark room suddenly lights up. What? You're making what? this up. For real? Yes, for magical real. Item. <gasps> I found a magical item. Now you can so, you have dark vision now. So you take the hat back off. You take the back the hat back off again, and it goes dark. Dark vision hat. Was that really gonna be in there, or did you just throw that in because I found? Because I was like, "Give me a hat." No, that was it. You found it. Nice. It was gonna be something else, but then you found a hat, so I was like, "Okay, now it's a hat." (laughs) (laughs) What was it gonna be? Goggles, glasses. (laughs) Yeah. Night vision goggles. I kind of like the goggles. You want goggles? Okay. Well, I already have like a hood cloak. True. Okay, yeah, so you find, like... So my joke about my night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right? So, basically, yeah, you find some odd... Nice. You've seen people that wear glasses and things like yeah. that, and these are odd, because they have, like, a leather strap that goes around the back of your head, and are full goggles that, you, when you pull them down over your eyes, you are able to see in the dark. Question. Yeah. Are they taint skin goggles? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Sam. So you, when you have them, you now have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. Wow. Nice. Well, welcome to the cloud. Enjoy dark vision. We love it. This will help me slice throats in the night. Yeah. Can he see the deadlights with it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that all? I, is that all I found in the dresser was the money? Yeah. Okay. Um, do I find money, anything money, in the wardrobe? The I'm glad that my nat twenty found a mutating rock. You found a mutating rock, and you found a jeweled comb. And what you is a nat stole 20. my jeweled comb. Natural. I took the jeweled. Yeah, comb. you yeah. roll a twenty. That's a twenty. Not like you rolled a seventeen. Yeah. And you, you also got up to smashed 20. that dresser with your vicious overhand chop. <sighs> And that I steal the joke from All right, the what cool. do we do now? So, what would you guys like to do now? Search the rest of the house for the vault. Let's go to the. Let's go where um, yes. Tim wanted to go. Yeah. Downstairs and to the right. Follow Tim. I put on my goggles. Well, you want to go back down the stairs? Isn't that where you wanted to go before we went up the stairs? Or upstairs? I feel like there's going to be more magical danger things in the basement or closer to the. Okay. I don't think we found a basement yet, have we? That's no, why I you guys came in ground floor and then you went upstairs. It's Wrong. the opposite of a basement. 
Is that what this is? Uh, we explore the rest of the upstairs. Um, are you doing that? Or are you going back downstairs and going to the right, like Drandy said? What do you want to do? It's your birthday, birthday boy. I know, yeah, but for my birthday, I want to follow Tim. Let's go back downstairs to the door on the right of the stairs. Okay, so you guys come back down, and so bottom of the stairs, you head left to the doors that would have been on your right. They kind of, so the stairs go up, so it's kind of tucked around on the other side of the stairs. Uh, so you go in there, you open this set of doors, or this door, and this one opens up into what looks like a grand study. Uh, there's a nice big wooden desk over a desk. near a window. There is uh, um, bookshelves. So it's lined with bookshelves. There are some cases like on the walls. So with case. Some like glass cases with like, you know, fancy looking. Like there's a, a sword in one. I take the sword. There's, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, like a helmet in another take the one. Helmet. Um, it's night vision helmet. There's, there's <laughs> a night vision sword. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a set of like gauntlets in one of the cases. Take that. Um, and so, yeah, books lining the walls, a couple chairs. There's a fireplace in here. I take the chairs and, uh, it's a fire lit. No, there's no fire in the fireplace. There's a large mirror against one wall. I'll take the mirror and yeah, sitting chairs, bookshelves, I searched the desk. desk. Birthday boy pointed There's at me. There's a nice so big the rug on the floor. Also another nice fine uh, Kush posh rug. So you're searching the desk. Roll, uh, roll an investigation check. Yeah, I look under the rug. Okay, you oh, pull the rug Investigation up. sucks. Uh, you find floor. Okay. Stone floor. I search the fireplace. Okay. Uh, roll an investigation check. 15 minus 1, so 14. Uh, 14. Yeah. Okay. Uh, searching through, you find more papers in there. Um, like, if you find papers and some letters, it looks like, you know, city business of, you know, him managing things, managing finances. Uh, you see, uh, there's actually a ledger that there's quite a few uh, entries in the ledger of him uh, that he just writes down as donations to various people and, and things throughout the town. Um, with notes on the side, you know, says this person uh, in the town, uh, sick, sick child, says one, medicine. Uh, this one says, you know, bad crop season. And then there's like a thing for this, this these people's name. Just a bunch of deductions in this ledger for various, uh, for finances. And so I put the ledger on my head and then I see. You see at, everything you, at yeah. night. So... You're searching the fireplace? Yes, I rolled an 18. Okay. Uh, fireplace. Looks like a fireplace. Okay, I light um, a fire. Okay, you can light a fire. So you start lighting a fire. Where were you guys? I would like to search the glass cases and see if there's anything of value. Okay. Like, are those weapons good weapons? Um, yeah, you can go through and, and search them. Roll in a, like an investigation or a perception. Uh, two. <laughs> okay, I mean, they definitely are items. They look valuable. Like, the sword looks fancy, like decorative. Um, probably valuable. Same with the helmet. Gloves also. The gauntlets also look pretty uh, fancy. I take the power gloves. <laughs> okay. Because they're so Cause bad. They're so bad. <laughs> I put them on. Okay, so do you... They're cursed. Do you break the case open, or, like... 
Uh, is it, it locked? Yeah, it's locked. I'll pick a lock. Okay, roll uh, your locksmith or thieves uh, tools. Seven plus seven is wait. Is that seven plus seven? Yeah. Yeah, fourteen. All right. Uh, you do not succeed I to break pick the glass. This lock. <laughs> All right. Oh. You smash the glass. <laughs> okay. So you have a set of gauntlets. Sweet. Anybody want this sword or helmet? I want the helmet. Can I like sell this stuff later? Six. Yeah. Well, I'll I take want the sword to uh, go back out to the like main area and uh, cast detect magic as the ritual. Okay. So it takes me ten minutes, but I want to begin that process while they're okay. searching around. Yeah, that's fine. So you can start nice. casting detect magic. Um, I just see human books. Nothing of import. Okay, yeah, you're just kind of knocking books off the shelves. Bap, 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 bap. Bap, 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 bap. <laughs> um, all right, uh, uh, Drandy Savage, as you're searching through the desk, you find another uh, pouch with some gold in it, like another 20 pieces of gold. Hell yeah. Dang, dude. 80 pieces. Um, you also find a pouch. Oh, this. A taint skin pouch. Um, <laughs> um, so you're, do you want to roll to pick locks on the other cases or... Whoa. Uh, yeah. I do. Wait a minute, brother. I got a bunch of keys. 19. Okay. Yeah, you you pop that one. No problem. Nice. So, helmet or yeah, sword? For real. Yeah, I gave him the helmet. Oh, okay. I took the sword. Well, roll to pick the sword then. What does that mean? To the case on the sword. Case. Yeah, they're in different oh. cases. Oh, I got you. Okay. So, 10. Yeah, yeah that one you can't quite get. All right. Smash the glass. <laughs> <laughs> so you smash that one open and you pull yeah. the sword out. I'm a man of opportunity and there's no one here. Okay, so what did you do with all the stuff you found? Um, well, are they like upgraded armor for me or are they like jeweled and I get to sell them later? Um, the helmet looks decorative. Uh, so it looks like probably valuable that you could sell. It doesn't necessarily look like it has a lot of armor value. Same with the sword. Also looks very decorative, like a ceremonial sword. Okay. Um, there are some like obsidian stones in the hilt. Um, it's a straight bladed, or it's uh, it's actually a it's a one it's a single edged sword that's flat on the back and then it has a curved blade on the front. Uh, gold hilt with some obsidian gems in it. You know you could nice. probably assess the value of it at some point and see if you can sell it. Looks like it'd probably sell pretty well. The gauntlets look functional. They don't look like decorative. They look very functional. Okay. Well, then I will equip those. So, uh, you put the gauntlets on and uh, you feel that there's something about these gauntlets. They are power gloves. So, okay, what... All right, so as this is all happening, this is all, you guys are doing a lot, You your detect magic spell uh, goes off. So, Do I detect magic? Um, what is it, 30 feet? Yeah. Um, not in your vicinity, looking around within the 30 feet, and you're out in kind of the main area. Yeah. So you don't in the main area that you're in, not within the 30 feet of you. Uh, where else can I go on the main floor? Uh, there's the room you guys came in on. There's a room that they're all in searching currently. Um, there's another door across from you, or there's two sets of doors across from you uh, on the other side of the stairs. Okay, I go in the one to the the new doors, uh, the ones closer to the front of the house. Okay, so you go into that. It appears to be a billiards room. 
in here. Looks nice. There's a billiard table, a smoking room. Uh, nothing comes out to you as being magical in here. Okay. Uh, go into the the other room then. Okay. This is the dining room. A large table uh, with a bunch of chairs in here. Um, nothing magical catches your eye. Okay. Uh, I'll go back in the room where everybody is that I was searching. Okay. Uh, as you go back in there, you take a step back into the study. A few things immediately jump out at you. First, you see the goggles on the head of Tim glow. Also, the gauntlets that he's just placed upon his hands are now glowing. And looking around in the room, you see the mirror that is a large, (laughs) uh, like, floor-length mirror that's over against the wall on the side is also glowing. I put the mirror on my head. The mirror on your head? No, I'm just kidding. Say mirror, mirror on the wall. Tell me what you see. Uh, My ghoul eyes see that that mirror is imbued with magic. And? It's glowing. And? It's a mirror. Me? What do you see about me? Oh, your your gauntlets are glowing. And the goggles, too. We had to get a whole whole armor suit for you that can fight off these little monsters. I was thinking it would give me the ability to go through the mirror. So your gauntlets... Yeah, so these gauntlets are magical, but it will require attunement in order for you to be able to find out what they do and uh, use their ability. All right, I'm super... Which means basically you have to spend, like... I think it's a short rest, short rest or long rest to attune yourself to the gauntlets. Uh, so I walk up towards the mirror. Does it look like... Is there anything... Besides the fact that it's glowing, do I see anything weird in, like, the reflection? Um, no. It's just, like, as you're coming up, like, again, you get this... You get that same flash as that, like, mirror stone as you're starting to walk towards it because it's just black, basically. When you're looking at it from the angles, it's just reflecting darkness until you do walk up to it. And then when you do get to it, it is, uh... It's just a mirror. You see yourself reflected in it. Does the ghoul start singing the Mulan song? When will my reflection show? <laughs> right now. Yeah. I am inside. Yeah. Right now. You walk up, you look at it, and it shows who you are inside. Uh, I reach out with my ghoul hand, and I touch them. You're really, uh... And the, as we all knew from the beginning, tier. you're uh, Dom Drunkard yeah, looking back at you. <laughs> And all your um, memories come back of your so, family being dead. Uh, I I think that I'm like super not magical. So is it more beneficial to give these to one of the other adventurers? Give it to the cat to become attuned to them, or not necessarily. It just depends on what they do. Sure. Well, if we're gonna take a short rest, I think we should take a short rest. Attune those, regain hit points, yeah. regain second winds. I think we should touch the mirror. And then break wind. And then break the mirror. Um, Alright, so you guys gonna take a short rest? I guess so. Let's short rest it. So, alright, so you take a... You guys take a short rest. You just kind of sit down on the floor. Uh, Tim is mulling over his gauntlets. Uh, You can spend any hit dice, if you like, to regain hit points. You regain your action... Or not action surge, your... uh, Second wind? Second wind, yeah, sorry. How many hit dice do we get? One. Just one? Yeah, for level one. Um, how often can you use them? Do you have to long rest to get them back? Your hit dice, yeah. Okay. 
So you guys just kind of chill, hang out for like 45 minutes. Um, you guys can have any conversations or anything while, you, while you're Guys, sitting. look at our fountain in the desk. Uh, so oh, this- look, brothers, look what I found the desk. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. What was that? I got, a, I got a pouch full of keys and one ring. So... Oh, um, yeah. That ring is also glowing. Oh, dibs. No. I, you can't just I keep... want to be attuned to the ring. Let's see the ring. The ring is magical. Okay, so short break over. Okay, so your gauntlets, as you do attune to them, so now you can intuit what they're doing. Um, Once you feel like your body attunes to the magic in here, you feel a huge surge of strength from them. What about this? That uh, is a ring of jumping. Which, with it, you can cast the jump spell as a bonus action. Aren't you already a dragon that can fly? No, at will, actually. At will? Yeah. So where do I put that? Just abilities? Yeah. Uh, ring of jumping. I'd put that in your equipment. Do, my, do I add anything on my stats? Uh, my yeah, so with these gauntlets, your strength score becomes 19. Dang, Gina. So. Okay, I touch the mirror. Okay, uh, as you walk up and you touch the mirror, so you do look in it for a second, and you're like, well, who am I? Uh, who am I? And as you touch the mirror, you reach out, you touch the mirror, your hand actually goes through it. Guys, it's a portal. When he pulls back, does it stick to his fingers and it starts engulfing his whole yeah, arm? Yeah, it starts and engulfing his whole arm. Yep. And then he finds out this is all a simulation. He's Neo. I think we need to go through the mirror. Who's with me? Are you Simeon's brother? What? Dr. Kent Stanyabitz's his brother. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, this is where it's going? Yeah, this is where it's going. It's a big purple light coming out of it. It's time to be heroes and take the yes, portal. Yes, I say we go through the portal. Okay. Okay. I hold on to your feet. I'll go You've first. You've convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> we all go through the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. I jump through the mirror at will. <laughs> Boing. Um, all right, you guys all go through the mirror? Yes. I was thinking maybe someone should put their head through first and make sure you can come back. <laughs> the ghoul is already gone. You uh, guys tell me what you're doing. Yeah, we're going through the mirror. <laughs> we are just go going through. through? Yes. I've never played this game, so it seems a just little weird for mirror. everyone to if just we jump. Die, okay, so, so Glenn is choosing to go through mirrors. So Fine, he goes go and walks through the, through the mirror. The mirror. Bye, he, all right. You guys can all make your own decisions. Why don't you... The bear said he's coming too. If you're successful, why don't you poke back through and let Okay, so everybody except Tim goes through the mirror. Randy Savage. Cat, you going through the mirror? Hey, we might need those magical items there. Yeah, I said I was going. He said right. a long time ago. All right, so you guys Tim. go walking through. Yes, Let's I go. go. Yeah, so you guys pass through. Uh, no problem. Doesn't seem to be any ill effects. You empty a dark, or you enter a dark room that is basically empty, um, except for a large round metal circle. Uh, on the floor and uh, as you walk in and you look down uh, it's a big plate set into the floor and looking down at the plate you see in it there's some writing uh, in a language uh, that the cat understands at least I know that the cat understands and there are four keyholes 
in it. Oh. Oh yeah. Can I look at those keys through my goggle? Oh, I guess they're not magic goggles. I mean, I can't so, see magic things. Uh, as you come through, uh, hand that to him, please. Yeah. Okay. So you. I get my keys to Tim. Okay, so you have your keys, you pull your keys out, or you have this whole bag of keys that you showed everybody. I'm assuming he'll... Oh, wait, should I give him to the cat? No. Um, he doesn't have opposable thumbs. You so, can put it around my neck. So, where? Uh, Major Baker's cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you look down at the large uh, metal plate in the floor with the... Uh, um, my uranium four eyes. Four keyholes in mm-hmm. it and your uranium eyes. Um, you see there's writing... Uh, on it in Elvish. It says, <laughs> So the first, above the first keyhole, it says, The True King. Above the second keyhole, it says, The Sentinel. Above the third, it says, The Wise One. And above the fourth, it says, The Rivals. And I guess we didn't say this over the recording, but what uh, Drandy uh, found in the desk was a pouch that was filled with a bunch of keys, which I gave him because I actually do have a pouch filled with a bunch of little metal keys. I pull out the correct keys and shove them in the holes. Oh, okay. It opens right up. Um, whip out those keys. Let's see. First try. Hold up, everyone. As we came through this mirror, this one, one. I feel like this place feels very familiar. Like I've been here before. Because we've been here before. So, what do Tim, you, Tim, eyes see? It's not yeah. the place. It was what you just did. I can't stop oh, going through a mirror feels very familiar. We are sim. We're all Simeon's brothers. I'm. I'm Simeon's brother. Okay, I think we found him. Okay. Do we just show you and you tell us if we're right? Yes. Uh, tell me which key. Hand me the key and tell me which lock you're placing it in. So we're doing this owl-looking one with the wise. Okay. So. Describing this key, uh, a small metal key that has the appearance of an owl on it. Would you like to see this, Pete? I would. Um, and then this one that has a sentinel. And it, where does it say the? Okay, so who is placing it? Who is going to unlock? Who is placing this in the keyhole? Um, I'll place it in with your I'll, with my paw. He knows I can't. What it says. I can put it in with my mouth. Okay. All right. So Meow. this is the owl-looking key. Yes. Are you putting this into... Into the wise one. Okay. So you place this down into the lock that says the wise one above it in Elvish. It goes down in. You turn with you your mouth. Shows poorly. Uh-oh. And you hear as it twists and locks into place. Ooh. Nice. Nice. And then there's Sentinel, he said. Uh, the words fade away from above the wise one. So put this one in the Sentinel. So who's doing it? Okay, you are doing this one. All right, I'll do it. All right, this one is another key. Uh, it's bigger than the last one. It has a man portrayed on it, standing with his hands outstretched. And it says Sentinel on the side. It says Sentia. Sentia. Major Baker's cat. Yeah. Uh, places that into the lock that says the Sentinel. And he twists it. I think this will be the it rival. Catches, and then completes the Ooh. twist. <laughs> And the words fade away from above it. Nice. Hail to the king. You hear some machinery inside. What's next? The one true king. The one true king. That looks like a crown. Okay. There's a key that has a circle on top and what looks like a crown upon it. Major Baker's cat, you again? Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> you place it into lock that says the one or the true king above it. Place it in. Twist. Locks into place. And the words fade. What's the last okay, one? The, ri- the rivals. Or something, right? Okay. The rivals? Yeah, the rivals. So, so we're we thought it was thinking, this one. Thinking maybe that one. Is there another? I feel like it might be this one. Looking at the lock, does it look like two keys would fit in it? No, it doesn't. I just don't see the connection. All right, I'm putting it in, so I'll do. I'll take the risk. All right. So the description of this key, it has an oval kind of shaped top, with uh, interlocking circles with two heart shapes that are pointed at each other. Very rivalry. The rivalry runs deep. So, Major Baker's Cat, you take this key over, you place it into the last Ow. lock, you twist, Ow. it twists and locks into place. Oh yeah! And you hear internal machinery, you see a glow light up around nice. the edges of this plate uh, as the, all of the words fade away, and the metal plate that you are standing on begins to shake and vibrate as it rolls to the side and opens up the floor beneath you into a dark, dark passage. Hmm, I found the basement again. It's a hole that leads straight down into darkness. Can I see? How, what do my Uranian eyes see? What do my um, Also, do my goggle to all the see. listeners at home, that took a lot longer than it's going to sound like after we edit this. <laughs> what do my ghoul eyes see? Because that was a big pile of... How many keys are probably in there, guys? 2,000. 20 keys, maybe? There's a big pile of keys. There's probably 30 or so keys in there. And they had to match up the keys to what it sounded like in the riddle. Very nice job, guys. You got it on... I was surprised you got the, the Rivals one. That one was the hardest. Let's do it over, because I want to know what happens when we pick the wrong key. <laughs> My um, face melts. <laughs> his face and melts And then the ghoul off. eats me. What yeah. would have happened? I would Maybe we'd just him. go down that path. I would have eaten him. I don't know. I guess you'll never know. Uh, Alright, I want to look down the hole with my ghoul eyes. Okay, uh, looking down, so you have dark vision of 60 feet, so you can... Um, you look down, and it opens up into a huge room below you, and you cannot see the floor. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Is it goes deep. Like a, it's fi- it's past your there, 60 foot dark vision. Is there like a ladder or stairs? Oh, I still have my lantern. Um, no. There's no ladder or stairs. Does anyone have rope? Got a, I got I've, rope. I've got some rope. 
I got some rope. And you too. guys all have rope. Fifty feet of rope in your yeah. packs. Oh, I do he have has, five candles. He has a yeah. Drop um, a torch down. A torch. Let's yeah. Drop a torch I do. Down. I have the torch. So looking in, like looking off to the sides, um, you can see what reaches almost all the way up. There are what look like up against the walls on either side, um, huge statues that are carved almost like pillars coming up the side of each wall. Like, from the vision, it looks like on each side, maybe there's three. Like, you can see maybe the edge of this one, and then one just to your right and to your left. They're these large, black figures. They're humanoid, without really any, like, facial features. In the pit? In the pit. They're carved into the walls of whatever this room is. And the walls are all stone, so this isn't just, like, a cave. This looks like this was constructed. Some sort of crypt. Um, if the if the walls are natural stone, then they have been carved and and polished very uh, fine. Let's drop the torch down. The time I rope to the, the, to the statues. The Is the room we're in just the single room? I make with- a lasso and perfectly lasso on the statue. <laughs> Lower me down. What'd you say, Abe? Is the room we're in? Is it just a single room with the plate on the floor? Yes. Tie the rope around me and Wait, lower me down. I thought you said there were stairs going down. There's no stairs. It, uh, just, it just goes down into it's darkness. It's Mel's hole. It's Mel's hole, yeah. Um, okay, I That's like a, a second real deep cut place. coast to coast if you guys want to Google <laughs> Mel's hole. <laughs> I don't think I want to Google some <laughs> Mel's That's hole. That's some real deep, weird paranormal I got stuff. 50 feet of rope. Yeah. Okay, so okay, I light so a second torch can we tie our ropes and I drop and it, it in like a hundred feet. Yeah. You drop your torch in? Second torch. Okay, so uh, you see the many-voiced uh, Mathan. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should have tied it to a rope. and uh, Light a second torch and reach it over the hole and drop it. Does my voice keep changing? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it seems like I used to be a little lower yes. before. It's yeah. me, yes. Barry McConnell. Uh, <laughs> it's Barry McConnell. Okay, so Next time, it's all right. Just, uh, You're doing great. The whole time. You're doing great. Uh, you guys see the torch drop drop, drop, drops past what you would have seen with your dark vision, but you see it keep falling. And it looks like it drops maybe a hundred feet to where now you finally see the floor, but once it hits, it actually goes out. There's probably water below. Let's test with the cat. Oh, this, is, this is too <laughs> wet, guys. I quit. <laughs> Can we tie a rope together and make a yeah. hundred feet? Let's yeah. combine all ropes. Okay, we just need... Who's the longest? I got, <laughs> I got 50. All right, we combine our ropes. I got 50 feet of rope. If you want to tie it around me, I'll let you lower me down. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Can we reach the statues? Uh, not... No. Like, it's... It opens up, and it's like this hole is in the center of this room. And so the walls are like a good 50 feet away on each side. So, yeah, it's like you're in the middle of the ceiling looking down into this room. So you're not really close to the walls or on width-wise or on, like, length-wise. And the torch did land in water, right? You don't know that. It just went out when it hit. You didn't see water. You didn't get the impression there was water. Oh, okay. Pete just said it out loud because, you know, Pete. Well, I I thought Alex had splashed or something. It just went out when it hit. Okay. He said we saw a floor. You did see the floor before it went out. We tied a cat to the end of the rope <laughs> and we tie the two ropes together Ow. and we lower him down a hundred feet we did that flawlessly 
Hmm. All right, I'm dangling at the end of the rope. Do we do need to do an animal handling? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually exactly what you need to do. Is do this is literally what that is. Handling, a one. An, handling an animal. <laughs> All right, Let's he drops. Him. <laughs> now I gotta wait three days to come back. And As he again. drops down into the abyss. <laughs> Um, He's let's like, see. Drandy, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. So, Sam, you have, like, detect magic, dude. Do I? Dude. That your broad your spectrum vision, as a bonus action, you can tell whether an object in with you see within 60 feet is magical. Oh, Why yeah. is his I read cat, that earlier. like, amazing? Like, the best thing ever? Yeah. I don't know. I want to be a cat next time. So, pick up, yeah, pick up Sandy Peterson's Cthulhu Mythos if you want an OP cat. Um... All right, what my my... So, I'm going to yog soth this real quick. Wait, why are you lowering me down? No, I'm going to yog soth it. Okay, yog soth me. All right, yeah, you can do a yog soth authory check. 17 plus 2, oh, yeah. 19. Okay, um... Yeah, from your understanding of yog soth authory... So looking down and seeing these statues, a bunch of this stuff kind of starts to click in your head. Ebon stone, ebon stone, ebon guard. Uh-oh. You've heard Did of... We just open up? Um, and then these big, huge uh, monolithic uh, statues in here that are just black stone of uh, and kind of featureless. Um, you've heard of a, a group of people that generationally were assigned to protect something to uh, protect the ways is what you remember okay that's not good and the black stone is the symbol of their family yeah I'm worried this we just like unleashed the ebon guard but it's also ebon stone right yes we just opened up the portal is the name of the town the name of the town is ebon stone so they're so they so those little creatures that are walking around are essentially the protectors of the ebon stone you heard. You remember the name of a place called the Obsidian Ossuary. You think that maybe this might be that place that was uh, the shrine or ossuary of this family, this organization, this cult, maybe, what? if you will, the Obsidian Ossuary. Randy, what do you yog shot? This is uh, Stephen Dorff, the mayor, and he built his house over the gate when he grew um, up. As you guys are slowly lowering down Major Baker's cat. Pull him back up. Pull him back up. <laughs> <laughs> the rope's empty. Okay. <laughs> it's all frayed on it's the all end. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, as you're lowering down, and. Uh, There's going to be one of those giant uh, Rancor yeah, beasts. Donna, down good there. roll on your dog. Nice. As I give you everything for your birthday. So, Major <laughs> Baker's cat can see in the dark as well. Yes. So, we only have to lower him down part of the way for yes. him to see the floor. 60 feet. So, so yeah, so, yeah as you're lowering him down, so you do get a, a better view of this whole room. Uh, it's pretty large. Again, it's about 50 feet out to each wall, and maybe it looks, it stretches out of your view to what would be towards the back of the mansion and to the front. So uh, that goes out into darkness farther than you can see. You are getting a better view of these large statues, which are these just black obsidian figures. Down um, in the hall? Very featureless. They're up, set up against the wall, almost from floor to ceiling carved into the wall, except for the wall is a different stone. So it's like these were brought in here and then set. 
um, which would have been some monumental effort. So am I all the way down? Like, oh, you're being lowered down slowly. Did you guys hear that? I just see that monumental going down the wall. This is, yeah, what you're you're getting a better sight of what Glenn saw when he just peeked his head down. down. So as you're looking down, um, when you do get about forty feet down, you do actually see the floor. It looks like it's about a hundred feet down. So down, it's just a stone floor below you. Um, as you're slowly. Lowering down, twirling a little bit <laughs> with your on the rope as a cat. <laughs> I want you to make a perception check. Uh-oh. Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Uh, 13 plus 3, so 16. Okay. Um, as you get closer to the floor, it's pretty nondescript down in here. It's just a flat stone floor uh, that stones have been set into the floor in big blocks. Uh, it's dusty everywhere, you know. It looks like maybe not a lot of this room has been traversed or maybe somebody hasn't been here for a while. Except the thing that you do notice from your check that does jump out at you as strange is that the floor is dusty except for the spot directly below the opening that you were going towards. That spot on the floor looks unusually clean. <gasps> That's where he dropped the... Yeah, and the torch is down. Is right and so there. it just it just poofed the dust away then. Obviously. And as you're lowering down closer, I guess this would be the thing. As you're lowering down closer, you notice the torch that was dropped did not actually make contact with the floor itself. What? It is actually hovering several feet above it. Pull him up, pull him up, pull him up. Wow. No, it means we can jump down. I jump at will. Alright, I pull out my plastic cup. Uh, talk through it. <laughs> hey, it was Mr. Baker's cat. <laughs> hey. Um. All right. Do they lower me all the way down? That's entirely up to all of you. You're supposed to call out to us what you see. That's true. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what is he saying? He's like, well, you can jump. Look at um, my torch is hovering above the floor. You can jump. Let's pull him back and up and talk to him. Lowering him, so oh, you guys, FYI, you guys decide what to do. You I have wanna, nine lives, well, let's so get let's him back. Drop him. Let's get him back up here. I want, and then so we Lower can tell down, him everything like, to where I'm like in the room. Just keep lowering me um, to where I can like see the full room. What well, did you roll on your perception, actually, Sam? Uh, Sixteen. Um, Lower me down as far as like okay, to where right. like now. the hole stops, and I can like kind of peek. Okay, so now double checking it. on things. As you do get closer, and the first thing that hits you is that uh, that torch that's just kind of floating there. As you do get a little closer, now you're about 20 feet maybe above it. You realize that it's floating in the air because it's sitting in the midst of some sort of gelatinous cube. Gelatinous cube. Oh. Is it an ochre jelly? I'm gonna melt... Pull me back up. Um, as you see, <laughs> you couldn't see it because it is clear. It's transparent. But once you got closer, and since you are so perceptive and you saw the torch, you now, as you're kind of turning your head and moving, you see the outlines of this weird, clear cube that distorts the floor around it a little bit. This might be my fault, by the way. 
who gives the birthday boy whatever he wants. <laughs> I, I, I didn't ask. I asked about it. I was like, is there going to be a gelatinous cube in there? He was like, there is now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't jump down there. I thought it was like a floating. Uh, yeah, we all would have like. As you're all... now sinking down closer <laughs> and closer to this uh, strange right. block of jelly. Stop. You can Stop. Claw, you can claw your way up the. the... There, there appears to be some kind of gelatinous mass down here. Can we swing him to the side and have him detach? I cannonball in onto the top. <laughs> of it. Does anyone know how to Apes kill a gelatinous plane. cube? Pull me back up, I please. I'm ready to come back up and report what I see. All right, we pull him you back up. Um, you guys can make. So he describes what he saw. Um, you guys can make a nature, make a nature check. I got a minus one on that. Eleven. Two minus one. But go one. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a I rolled a sixteen seven. Ooh, a nineteen minus one. I got eighteen. Okay, um, you know what that is? That's a gelatinous cube. <laughs> Hold you me back know up. what? Um, once you saw it and you recognize it, you've heard of it before. You yeah, you've heard of a gelatinous cube, which is a large gelatinous monster that dissolves and eats anything it comes into contact with. Which a lot of times they're noticed because they leave very clean spots on the floor. But they're hard to spot because they are transparent unless you are close enough to them and you can uh, manage to perceive or percept them. What? Percept? What's wrong with me? <laughs> perceive them high enough with your... Um, all right, I shout back up at the guys to pull me back. Okay, so we pulled them back up. We're there telling them everything. Down I told them about the obsidian, ossuary. You do know that gelatinous cubes are... Tough and they are hard to kill. They're not impossible to kill. Do they move? I have. A they can move. Yes, but as long as you don't, the biggest thing is is coming in contact with them. You don't really want to come in contact with it. How far to the ground? To it's the, about a hundred feet to the ground. Okay, sure. So Ninety feet to the gelatinous. My longbow can fire easily a hundred and fifty feet. Is that your long distance, long range? No, it's hundred and fifty to six hundred. Oh, okay, yeah. So that's in. Will that do anything to a gelatinous cube? So do they pull me back well, up? If I fill yeah, it full did. of air, yeah, we pull you back up. And especially if I light them on fire. So yeah, so you pulled them up. So yeah, you can, uh, except you can't really see it. Once you, it's 100 feet down, it's too dark down there. I I'm going to fire straight down. Okay, I mean, you can do it. You'll be at a disadvantage firing down at it. I have no idea how to kill this thing or to how to get down there. Um, you don't... So, as far as what you know about a gelatinous cube, it's not like it's completely immune or anything to attacks. They're just known to be pretty tough. How could you hurt it if everything that touches it dissolves and gets consumed? I would imagine a gelatinous cube's movement being pretty slow. So, do, like, I wonder we if to we can... moving the move speed on it? Come down and, like, explore the room more... And just kind of avoid it. As far as you know, like, they're not super fast. They're not super fast creatures. They're like ambush creatures. They catch things mostly because they're hard to see, and they get in highly trafficked areas and then kind of pick things up that accidentally um, come into contact with it. Does it? Does anyone have any magical spells that are like lightning strikes or something? I do have acid breath. Does... Anyone have any oil? You guys have. You guys do have a 
few different ranged attacks. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, what if you do, you do like have your bow, arrows. and Pete has some ranged spells. Could I use some of my lantern oil and dip my arrow in it and shoot it with my short bow on fire? Uh, yeah. Well, your short bow, what's your short bow, what's your range on your short bow? I don't know. But it's straight down. Well, just has to fall. can we go down Trump there and just right kind of surround it and then attack it? Or just go down there and run away? How do we get down there if it's at the bottom of the hole? Rope! Short it's right beneath. Like, is 80 you guys could potentially get around it, but it's it'd be... Uh, it's right below where you okay, guys what are your long-range ones? Ooh, freeze it with your Not saying that it's impossible, fire. but... Yeah, so much. The fairy fire doesn't freeze. Eighty feet, so you'd be at oh. disadvantage. Well, she just lights it up, so that we know it's there. eighty to three twenty. Yeah. But does, doesn't that yeah. give us you'd an advantage? A, you can though still shoot, you'd be at disadvantage. Wait, shooting down into dark. He has a bunch basically. of advantage spells that can give us the advantage of killing it, right? That would take away the disadvantage. The problem is that even the range. I mean, the problem is that even the range spells only go up to sixty feet. So I need to be thirty feet into the hole Lower the to goal. be able to use it. What's your range on your vicious mockery? Sixty feet. Okay. So lower me in, and I will just mock the thing to death. <laughs> Psychologically, he just starts it. singing to it. <laughs> All right, lower me in. Let's do it. All right, I lower him down in. Do you have a fairy fire yes. still, or is that I gone? help lower him. Yeah, but fairy fire doesn't do any damage. I know, but doesn't it give us an advantage? It's the same thing. I'd have to be lowered in, and then use fairy fire. And then you guys would have to be able to hit it while I'm lowered in the thing. I know, but if we try to hit it now, we have a disadvantage because we're so far away from it. Right? Yeah. Isn't that kind of putting Ghoulie Boy at risk by shooting arrows past him yeah, straight down the hole? Well, we can pull him back up. Also, the, 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 the cube can't attack if I'm hovering above it. I'll just keep mocking it until it dies. Well, don't mock it. Just let us pull you up after you give us the advantage. Isn't it vicious mockery? Isn't it only like psychological damage, though? Yeah, but it's one full. Yeah, I mean, if it can, he's gonna make it so depressed it kills itself. Yeah, (laughs) let's do it. (laughs) Let me in. It is like in Ghostbusters when they're yelling at the slime and it's all (laughs) (laughs) bubbling. That's literally exactly what you guys are doing. I don't know if you guys have noticed how I mixed all of these things. Behind the portrait of Vigo, you find a river of slime that you're now going to mock to death. Um, All right, I lower him down with the rope. piece of garbage. (laughs) All right, so there's enough of you, and you're strong enough that... call yourself a cube. Yeah, with there's enough of you guys, and you guys are all pretty dang strong, especially, like, now that you got uh, Timmy over here has got some strength skills. Magic hands. So you don't have any problem between all of you lowering down Glenn the ghoul. Uh... (laughs) Holding my Within eyes. 60 feet. <laughs> As he slowly like rotates. Right, brother, do your worst. Out his thing. Like, and it's also like wrapped around him, like, because it's, I mean, if you think about a tow- rope tied around him, it's like holding a baby by the arm, like by the armpits. Arms, armpits. And so he's like hanging like this. A freaking ghoul. Trying to play his loot. A freaking bar ghoul. As he's twirling. He's playing, playing some real bangers, though. Yeah. Except for like, and then. What occurs next is one of those sequences in like a movie when the music, like you see somebody just start laying into someone and like yelling and the music rises over the top and you don't actually hear anything that they're saying because it's so foul is basically what happens here. So, and since the gelatinous cube can't attack, can't reach him or attack back, you just see the music rise above and whatever's coming out 
of this ghoul's mouth is just probably looks like the most foulest thing that anybody's ever Just imagine ever Ralphie on Scott Farkas. Um, and, <laughs> and I guess to just cut to the chase, you see the gelatinous cube just shuddering, shuddering under the bombardment of this psychological barrage of who it is, what it is, its, it's, its progenitors, its parentage. Your mother was a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, until finally the gelatinous cube dissolves into a puddle <laughs> of depressed of depressed you. dead gelatinous goo this is how you guys have defeated the gelatinous <laughs> a ghoul bard on a rope that mocked it to death welcome to dungeons and dragons <laughs> alright we all uh, we you, all slide down you the rope. freaking guys <laughs> um okay you guys all slide down sweet <laughs> You tie it off to something. You can, you can reach it into the like the office and like tie it off to the desk in there. Yeah. Anchor it. Uh, it's big, heavy, very sturdy, old world fashioned desk, and so plenty. So you're able to all lower yourselves down into this large shrine like room. That is hilarious. <laughs> You're worth this piece of slime. <laughs> yeah, uh, f- yeah. Ghostbusters yelling at the Ripper of Slime. That's exactly what just happened. So as you guys all land now uh, together, looking around at this large room, you see the uh, huge, imposing black obsidian statues on the walls around you. So going back towards like what would be the back of the mansion um, is just a, a blank wall. And if you, but if you had the other direction heading back towards where the front of the mansion is, there are some steps that lead up onto a bit of a dais that then there's another opening in that back wall into another room that leads off into darkness. I go on the dais. So what do you do? Totem pole. You totem pole into the. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'll be at the top. Hill you all. Let's put the cat at the bottom. (laughs) I'll carry you all. Wait, well, what Um, does the cat see? Yeah, go in. Let's go open the door and I'll peeve inside. It's yeah. open. It's just an ah. opening. Okay, I go look inside. Okay. So as you start walking towards that, you walk up those stairs. Um, again, this place is like impeccably crafted. Can everything in here. Yeah, you can. If you want. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll roast stuff too. I roast stuff. Good Ooh, call. Seventeen plus three, twenty. Two plus one, uh, eleven. Excellent. My chain uh, mail falls off. Yeah, as he goes clunking. <laughs> chain mail falls around. Yes. Yeah. Still. 17. I'll go okay. 11. Um, all right, so you guys move back towards with the cat leading the way, as always, your point man. Uh, point cat, sorry. In flying V formation. Yeah. It's uh, So the doorway that opens up, it's in almost like a, like a pyramid uh, shape. Um, it's straight up on the sides and then goes up into a point in the middle at the apex kind of arch part of the door. And so as you're walking in and you walk through that door, you can see in the dark and set in the center of this room is a um, black pyramid that is set in the center of this room. 
Off to the right side of the room as you walk in, there's another statue. This one, though, actually is carved in the shape of a person, like a human, with discernible features. Um, it's standing there. It's wearing armor. It has a shield up, and it's holding a uh, like a spear. And the part of the spear is like set into the wall. It's right up against the wall, and he's kind of coming out of the wall, holding the shield, and he's got the spear that's set up against the wall behind him. And he's very large, again, stretching almost from floor to ceiling. The ceiling in this room isn't as high as in the other one. The ceiling in this room is probably about 40 feet high. And it's just a squared off room with just this pyramid that's set into the center and then the statue that's off to your right. How big is the pyramid? Pyramid is not very big. It's only maybe like four feet tall. And it's it goes up and it's a pyramid that's actually flat on top. Does the pyramid say Bass Pro Shop on it? It says Bass Pro Shop on it, and there's a white hat sitting there waiting for you. Does it appear to be the same material that made up the giant stone on the hill or the monsters in the bedroom? Mm, do I notice any magic um, items or magical... Shiny mirrors in anything there. Now? Uh, if you, so as So you activate your magic vision. There's a the pyramid actually doesn't appear to be magical. The statue, on the other hand, to your right, does light up with a faint blue glow around it. The pyramid there, like there's there's one part in the middle that has so there's kind of these uh, sections that you can twist. It looks like, and then there's uh, almost like a little window area in the center that has a list of names going across it. It does appear to be the same material as those other objects you named. The uh, creatures that were upstairs and the black rock that was on the top of that uh, hill that was near town. The, that flattened uh, peak of that hill. Is this the ossuary? And as, you lo- and as you get closer and you look at that pyramid on the top of it is a small uh, it's also black like the rest of it but there's another smaller rock coming out of the top that is almost like a a pillar that on the side facing you is flat and polished to a mirror sheen I Indiana Jones it with the cat so yeah what do you do does it like uh, that stone that's coming out of the top of the pyramid, is it connected to the pyramid or can we take it? it also, what do the names say? It appears to be connected okay. to the pyramid. What do the names say? Okay, so as you walk up, the one Jason that's... Jason Hess. The, Jens Mellons. Yeah. <laughs> it's a list of our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Each one awesomer than the I last. I want to check out the statue. So, uh, yeah, as you walk up in the, the first name that's at the very top uh, says Warder Ebengard. And then the next one that's down below it uh, is uh, Cedric Ebengard. That's probably his dad. As they go, you can actually... It goes down, and every single name on this list is Ebengard. The progenitors going back to infinity. That, yes, are laid down. It looks like generations. What should we do? Can I do a Yogg Sogoth again? Yeah, you can. Um, but yes, the, the little pillar that's on top. 15 plus 2, 17. Okay. Um, so you are now convinced that this is, in fact, the Obsidian Ossuary. Yes. 
that was set up to be the the ossuary and the the shrine for the protectors of the ways and the ways in ancient times there was some sort of structure a black pyramid and they were set there to protect it looking at this you know that this is not that this is a representation of that black pyramid Ugh. and that the ways were tied to this black pyramid what about the Kurds? And the Kurds were tied to Little Miss Muffet. Crying out loud. I, I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Nothing? Jeez. <laughs> I went with it, even though I knew it was yeah. terrible. He awards you no points. <laughs> um, so, uh, what did you roll on your Yogg-Soth A3? 17. 17. Okay, that's a pretty good roll. So... Looking at where this is and the shape of this and where the pillar is set on top of that, it all seems very familiar. Yeah, it seems familiar to me, brothers. Things that you've seen and places you've been now start to seem like they look a lot like this representation here. Uh, so Wait, this is hell? a representation of the hill... Yeah. The thing at the top of the hill is the obsidian thingy that you just we were on a flat. Right. So do we need to go back up to the hill? Wait, you said there was like a a shiny mirror black obsidian thing in here, right? It's on the top of the pyramid. Does it give us dread? It reminds you of it. Okay. Big time. I'll go touch it. Okay. You touch it, it just, this just feels like rock. This is definitely just, there's nothing, you're able to approach it, you're able to touch it, nothing happens, it just feels like rock to you. So, but like you said, looking at it and now with what you've realized or thought about, remembering the hilltop, you do remember it being very oddly flat with a black stone pillar polished to a mirror sheen. Looking at all the generations that are listed on here, that if this goes back hundreds, hundred thousands of years possibly, what is now a hill covered in foliage and greenery, maybe buried underneath, or what is now this hill, is perhaps this black pyramid. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of the Arkham Files. For awesome merch, be sure to check out our website at ArkhamRPG.com. And don't forget to sign up for bonus content, additional episodes, and access to our exclusive chat server at Patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files. And most importantly, stay crazy. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.